There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here, welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheen with you until 5 o'clock. The last LMFM Sunday Sport of 2019. Hard to believe that year has uh, gone by so quickly. Uh, Colin Nally and uh, John Green from Sunday Independent were in with us between 3 and 4. We'll put that up as a podcast a little bit later on. Really interesting stuff uh, from Colin on the coaching side of things and what's going on in the game. And it's a, uh, you'd want to have a degree in, in uh, physics or something to play under county football, I think, at this point, because so much going on in terms of running off the ball and who to cover and where to go and everything else. But uh, yeah, definitely really interesting stuff from the lads and well worth listening back. Speaking of intercounty football, I'm joined in studio by, do I say former Louth footballer now, Andy McDonnell? I don't know, whatever, you can <laughs> call me out. We, we were listening to Wayne last week after the game and he was saying that you were taking some time off from the from the panel. Um, 29, I mean, we can talk in, maybe in a moment about whether you think you'll be back at all, but like you've given a long number of years of service to Louth football and as, as Colin mentioned in the interview earlier on, like it's lads are going five nights a week at Mead and I'm sure Louth the same, so it's serious commitment. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, like I made my debut there 2010, nine years ago. So, um, or t- sorry, ten years, yeah, nine years ago. And I've been a part of the panel for seven or eight years there. Mm-hmm. Um, went travelling for a few years and came back, and then um, did three more years. But yeah, I think it's just getting to the age now. I've I think I've I've done done what I've done, and I enjoyed it. But uh, as I said, the, the training and the, the regime now. You're you're playing on the Sunday, recover Monday, train Tuesday. Recover gym Wednesday, train Thursday, recover Friday, and pitch session, and then game on a Sunday again. You know it is a lot, and it's as I said, Colin was right. It is probably for the more the the students and the the, the younger folk. But um, listen, I'm not never going to say never. I could turn back in March and say, oh yeah, I'm mad to go back and really take me back, Wayne. But at the minute, no, I think this is this is a, and you know it's a good time in that and. We haven't won as much as we could have, and starting off with that year, you know, 2010, you get to your first Lens final, your first year at 19, and you think this is it, and never got and you, to, never got the semi final since. You had a decent, you had a decent game that day yourself as well. If I remember yeah, it was, it was okay um, on the 40. Um, yeah, it was great, great occasion, obviously, but obviously sour, sour note. But um, that's for another day, and ah, you know, that's. That's life. But yeah. Just but it, we, I suppose we probably haven't got. I won't, I won't labour on about it, but I don't think we have probably have got over it. But um, do you know? Fair play to to me. Do you know? They, when they got the goal, they got a goal, and, and that was it. Well, I mean, yeah. I suppose everyone knows at this point. But like, did you, did you find that? I I don't know. Was everyone in the on the loud panel at that time in the same position in terms of how you know you dealt with it and how you got over it? Did you did you find that it, like oh, clearly it was a it was a, a very bitter pill to swallow to say the least. But in terms of like getting over it, was it was it difficult to to put it behind? Yeah, I think it was because, like, look at the 2011 Leinster Championship. We had all we had to do was beat Carlo 
in the quarter final and then beat Wexford and you're in another uh, Leinster final and we were bet by Carlo in Port Leach that day well bet mm. um, we were down 14 just after half time and, and they deserved it so if you look at it that way we could have could have would have should have and mm. um, some great players at that time and Probably it is disappointing that we didn't maybe kick on, you know. Yeah, and um, I mean, I was watching there was a, there was a documentary on the I think it was on Scannell and RT there recently enough about look back and now it was it was I think it was originally aired in 2014 or something. Yeah, look back actually, at the, it was that it was actually aired after the I think the replay of the the All Ireland final this year. Oh, okay, so it was yes. Out and we got if you know keep getting a few same taxes and that you know, but ah, I take it on the it's chin. It's not and, you know, like in fairness though. I mean, it's not probably something even now you can you'd be, you'd be laughing about. Like it's it's no. it's very serious yeah, stuff for you guys. Little, uh, I, you just you get enough slagging over, so yeah. you just kind of mellow over the years. You know, at the time, if someone said something to me. I'd, I get a, maybe a, a bit of anger but now I just brush it off and, mm. and just forget about it you, in the past do you still it. get people bringing it up oh the, yeah yes, sure listen you know work I, I want to ask where they're from no work with if you meet people and that you know but um, no it's all good and listen that's that's in the past yeah. and we just get on, get on with it and of course you were just saying off air and we touched on the Shane Larry uh, thing with the lads earlier on and you were talking about that 2009 when he when he won the Irish Open up in Baltray and you were saying you play up there yourself but you were you were laid up at that point yeah I would have broke the leg uh, 5th of April 2009 and um, would have watched Shane Shane Larry uh, win at that um, I think it was was it the May I think he won because actually Lauder playing Carlo that day in um, in Port Leash and I wasn't able to go to, to either just laid up with the broken leg and that and it was great to see him 10 years later win, win the Open mm. in on Irish soil and you know as Callum or, or John said earlier on he just he seems just like a down to earth man and and hasn't that fame gone to his head? And he just he loves he just loves awfully. You know, yeah. I follow him on Twitter and Instagram and that. And he's just a pure GAA man. And I think, as he said, uh, the lad said before, you can relate to him. Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that that injury you got that time was that a, it was a club game you were playing in when that yeah, happened? Yeah, club game. Yeah, just probably maybe just a challenge and ended up yeah broke me femur. Um, I kind of walked off. I got hobbled off and didn't think it was that serious and went in and. Ended up having broke broke the femur, but I was back playing in five months, and and then Fitzer uh, took over loud and was called up then, um, and then never looked back since. So yeah, it was it was a tough injury, you know, but it was a clean break. So I was lucky enough, you know, some people have, you know, hip problems and stuff like that, you know, mm. um, and maybe not clean breaks. So I was lucky, and in that regard, made a full recovery and never had an issue with a touch wood since. And have you, you you haven't really have you had any any other serious injuries throughout your career? You've been fairly generally yeah, you've been pretty fit. Um, no, not really. A few lot four or five knee operations, just cartilage and that. But that would be it, I suppose. Oh, I broke my cheekbone and ice socket over in Boston playing football. Um, got a knee to the face, accidental and. Uh, two operations on my face uh, and good looks were gone. Yeah, no, they, it actually and they they weren't actually able to set, um, to fix it. So they and I had one of the top surgeons there trying to fix it, and uh, so they, it's actually still set. And I've no feeling of saying the, oh, the really? left side of my jaw and that. But apart from that, it was lucky I was insured at the time because you had to have um, insurance when you're over there playing Gaelic. Yeah. And uh, I think it ended up. I think the bill ended up cost sixty four thousand. So. I was lucky in that part that you, you had to be insured because I think there was a guy from Fermanagh um, he was actually on the Late Late Show there a while back that he did all, a serious injury I think it was in Philadelphia 
and I'm not sure if he was insured at the time do you know so the GA right. brought in that um, the rule that you have to have insurance when you're going over to play Gaelic in 64 America. grand wow mm. that's incredible isn't it yeah. and in terms of the, the decision to kind of step away from the from the panel was that something you'd been you'd been thinking about a lot recently or was it in the back of your mind for the last year or two or how did that come about uh, like if you're going to training and like I love phone training and giving me all and that you know but when you're going down training and like twice a week gym twice a week, or once a week and at the weekend and you're working and you've other things on in your life uh, it, it was tough but I just probably I didn't make any rush um, quick decision on it I did think about it and mulled it over and I just felt right I'll just give myself maybe a year and, and who knows I, wanna, I might get the itch to go back and play but at the minute I'm just happy enough and and like the lads that are there are good, they're like brilliant you know I'd always encourage anyone say to go and play with loud you know it's the highest standard you can go play with and to anyone there that's young enough and, 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 and enabled enough I'd always encourage them and it's a good setup there at the minute and, and we have a few few of the Blues lads in there and, and, and hopefully they can they can get a few good results this year How big a factor is it when you look around the intercounty game now, and I mean, you could include me, you can include Loud, you can whoever you want to talk about. Like the 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 prospects of winning something, particularly in Leinster, anyway, are are so small nowadays with Dublin being so strong. And then, okay, you may you may be looking to get promotion in the league, but how how big of a factor is that when you're making a decision in terms of like, look, I don't really see us winning anything this year, and that's not just exclusive yeah, no, to Loud, by the way. Like that's that's a lot of counties. Yeah. So I suppose what I'm trying to trying to get at is, you know, why why do lads yeah. do it almost because it's it's gotten to be such a almost a full time job or full time hobby if you wanted to call it that. You're getting very little reward out of it in terms of actually success. Most counties. So like, how think, how do you yeah, kind of how do you kind of keep Laird yourself we, going? Yeah, I think with Laird we have had a lot of bad days, uh, but some of the good days, you know, we remember like we think well we were relegated Mead in 2011, I think or 12. Um, you know, we got promoted down in in Tipperary. Uh, under Colin Kelly that was a great day no one thought we were we were going to win um, went down there and had a great second half we got promoted Do you know there, there has been some good days and but obviously we'll let, there has been a lot of you know de- dark days um, there's nothing worse when you're in let's say Croke Park or wherever it is and you just maybe you're you're looking for the final whistle to come and, and maybe this whole new the two tier system now um it is. I was probably in, in favour of it, but at the same time, you don't want to, as I said before, to be another Tommy Murphy Cup and and, known, and players not to get the same recognition as was say the tier one. But hopefully, um, you know, just with Loud, you'd be looking really this year, this year to gain, try and gain promotion to get into Division Two, play against the best teams, and and um, I think the first championship match is Longford um, to win that, and then you never know what happens after that. But uh, league is probably your your main priority and. Um, and hopefully they can go go one step forward this mm. year. Yeah, we'll wait and see. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm in the studio with Annie McDonald, who uh, announced he's stepping away from the live panel for the time being, at least, uh, as that news was revealed last week after the mid game by Wayne Kearns. And uh, he said he's not going to not ruling out maybe appearing for loud again in the near future, but maybe for the time being, just taking a bit of a break. Just while we're uh, talking about some of our memories in 2019, I suppose looking down through the local list, the likes of Amy Broadhurst, Kate O'Connor, uh, performing so well this year, Tote winning their first ever senior title in Mead, Kildaki stopping the Kiltail juggernaut and of course Dundalk as we touched on as well but all, all along with that we have uh, as Colin Nally touched on earlier the, uh, the Newtown Blues we'll get some of your memories from, from the sporting year Andy shortly but um, three in a row for the Newtown Blues I know Colin touched on it earlier but I'm sure you'd want to mention it as well it was a fantastic a fantastic year for you guys and again the game kind of done and dusted quite early although it ended up a little, a little bit of a tighter finish than you would have wanted Yeah exactly we were. I think we were 2-5 to no score up with 70 minutes gone and I don't think we scored for another maybe I don't know, 20 minutes in the match, but yeah, we knew going into the game, you know, the jocks, they realistically they should have won the year before. Um, and I was listening earlier on, you had said that we'd been listening to everyone talking about the jocks, and yeah, that's that's all you were thinking about in training, that's all we were talking about in training, and, and we knew that if we got a fast start, um, they wouldn't be able to stop us, and I think we came out of the blocks quick, and, and some of the, the the play in the first half was brilliant. Like I think it's the best we've ever played, mm. and and it was great that we could do it on the day. And um, we got the goals when it mattered. Um, Alan got a great goal, and uh, we just kicked on from there. And uh, it was great. It was great. Like it's obviously the last team to do that was cool. I think back in the seventies and. I know people might say, "Oh, football's not what it was ten years ago or fifteen years ago," but still, it's 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 a great achievement for for a team to do three in a row, and we'll be looking to go again. It's going to be tough. Um, and Ronan stepped away but we've Darren Moore there now and the same backroom team so uh, we'll give it our all yeah. um, Darren's a good man and, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll um, as I said as, as they said Colin Ford is it's player led and it's it's not the old lads we sell for Colin it's the younger lads as well and and um, it's it's a good panel to be part of and it's just disappointing we just never really kick on in Leinster like we've, we've won it four times now I think we've only won one match in Leinster 2013 against uh, one of the Offaly teams so um, we had our chance there against Ballyboden but we were probably just dogged out of it in the last 10-15 mm. minutes weren't probably clever enough and um, 
we'll uh, go again and, and please God we can get another crack at uh, Joe Ward but we're under no illusions that it's going to be it's going to be even tougher than, than last year yeah and I mean you talked about Alan Connor there scoring the goal I think I'm right in saying was he fouled for the penalty as well or he was up around he was up up in the mix anyway because yeah, yeah, your half backs yeah. were just were just pushing yeah, on exactly, right from yeah. the first whistle in that game and I, and I think the jocks just really struggled to contain you in that opening 15 minutes it was a real kind of blitz at the start of that match yeah brilliant yeah Alan Alan's a great all year he's a good good young lad and, and, and in years to come he'll he'll be the, the hopefully please God he'll play, go play with Loud um, we've a good good young panel there and um, you know blend of um, mix of, of youth and, and experience and um, hopefully we can keep the, the same panel there as last year you're not planning on hanging up the, the club boots uh, for no, anyway, no, no, not for another while anyway, but a few more years I suppose. Absolutely, and we were talking as I said with the lads about their sporting memories and uh, one of the things we were t- we were chatting during the week about what we might t- discuss and I know you're a, b- a bit of a cricket fan, a bit like myself, I don't think a lot of, I'm not sure too many people are, I think I remember yeah. getting, I got, a, I got a text the day of the, the Cricket World Cup final from, from a listener uh, giving out that we were given too much coverage, I was just giving the updates every kind of 20 minutes and I remember someone yeah. texting going, don't mind giving the updates on the cricket, what, yeah, about, no, the, we'll, what about the B-League Division 3? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll uh, lose a few listeners <laughs> keep talking about cricket but no I, I love it yeah I lived in Australia 10 minutes from, from the MCG and used to go down to a lot of the matches there and, and seeing the best in action yeah but the cricket that stands out was the, the final the cricket World Cup final Ben Stokes like he was brilliant and he's he's brilliant in the third test then against in the Ashes mm. and um, he'll get the BBC sports personality next week as yeah. well but uh, it's a great sport I love it it's very it's I don't know. Just used to play it on the beach down in um, in Clara Hill with the likes of Pop Rath and, and James Calliff growing up, right. and, and, and I loved it. Yeah, just it's it never Kevin O'Brien it hasn't really Stevens. taken hasn't no, really taken off and loud. Yeah, no, none of my friends like it, and and, and they just don't understand yeah, how it they works. don't understand. If you understand, it, it's a great game, and it was brilliant. It's great discipline. That like Ben Stokes, what he he did mm. that day. Good. Well, that I think that if I remember rightly, that was on at the same time as the Wimbledon final, yeah. and I was just flicking over it, and back yeah. between the two of them yeah, because both work. of them were incredible. I was actually, in work, and I was, I was took me break so I could go and watch it. So it was, everyone wanted to watch the tennis, so I had the the cricket on the the Sky Goal. But ah, yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. But yeah, I, I, I like it. the drama that day. Well, I suppose uh, like what I find interesting. I mean, I guess the, the shorter form of the game is is becoming more and more popular. But the, with the test matches, where you have, you know, I suppose it's like a game of chess. You could have a, you could have the same batsman and the same bowler going up against yeah. each other time after time and you know you might see a batsman getting bowled the same ball five or six times and then there'll be a change and you'll get caught out and that's where the kind of yeah. you're lulled into a false sense of security sort of thing so there is that sort of strategy yeah. side to it that I really enjoy as well but uh, yeah that was certainly a memorable one um, I know we talked about Shane Lowry earlier on um, you were there when, or you were watching on when he won the, the, in Baltray and to see him come along and, and doing it again this year but were there any other kind of memories from the year I know for, from, from a loud perspective it was probably disappointing but were there any kind of memories from a sporting sense during the year that kind of stood out for you? Yeah as I said we would have been a bit into the golf uh, a lot of my friends are, are mad into I wouldn't be as, as strong as them but I remember watching Tiger Woods uh, win the Masters mm. win his 15 major it was brilliant like we watched it in one of our friends house and it was, oh, it was brilliant it was, especially after his last I think his last uh, uh, major was 2008 yeah. so seven years later to go and do that was was brilliant and, and all the trouble he's been through I know he's been off the course and, and he's had his, his problems but mm. he's he's the best probably athlete there ever was yeah because I, I was listening to um, a podcast there recently and it was I think it was the second captains and they were saying it had been 10 years since the old fire hydrant uh, yeah. incident where the, the, the wife put the windscreen of the car in with the yeah. golf flow and all this kind of stuff so a lot of water under the bridge since then but uh, you know, he, he seems to have kind of um, he, he seems to have mellow. You're talking about mellow now yeah. yourself a little, but he yeah. seems to have like mellowed a little bit now, and he seems like now obviously he still has that steely kind of 
gaze when he's when he's in the zone, but he definitely seems to be a bit more of an open character and, and maybe that experience it was a it was a hell of a fall from Grace. Maybe he kinda of thought to himself, you know what, maybe I need to be a little bit less uh, high and mighty here and he's a bit more he does seem to be enjoying himself a bit more, he seems to be smiling a lot more. But so it was like for a guy that maybe wouldn't have been the most popular with probably with you in public, like people loved watching him, but yeah. as a character compared to like Shane Larry, for example, but everyone was absolutely delighted to see him winning that Masters because I suppose it, maybe it gives us all a bit of hope that there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, 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 there's life, life on us all, yeah. you know? No, he's, he's brilliant, yeah, himself, yeah, he's class. And um, yeah, and it was just, it was just such a remarkable, uh, such a remarkable way to go, to do it as well. Um, as I said, the loud, the loud kind of season was, was a little bit disappointing for you. Was it, um, you know, I know you wouldn't have wanted to go out the way you did, but was it a bit of a shock to kind of exit the qualifiers in, in the way you did? Because I suppose you would have been favourites going into that game. Yeah, against Antrim, yeah. Like, we got off to a great start and I think we should have kicked on and, and kicked a few more points. And um, they came out in the second half and just blew us away and we weren't able, we had no answer for them. Um, it was disappointing, yeah. Like, it's just hard when you're, you know, the majority of the years your, your championship's done and it's the third, fourth week of, of June and uh, that day was just, yeah, it's disappointing and there's, as I said, there's been a lot of disappointing days allowed but, you know, that's that's sport and, and you get on, get on with it but um, I thought there was a performance in us that day and, and we just didn't but... Um, who knows? Do you nearly do you nearly prefer to like? I mean, I know again we look at the draws that have happened down the years for like I think Mead got Tyrone like last year in the qualifiers in Navan and, and gave it a really good rattle. Are you nearly when you when the draws been made? Are you nearly hoping to get like a, a sort of a, a, a bigish team because you know in a, in a way you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing against an Ant- against the likes of Antrim because if you lose to them it's a bit of a disaster. If you beat them well, you're expected to beat them. So do you nearly do you nearly hope you get one of the better teams in the draws? Yeah, there's like two ways looking at that. You could be hoping to get maybe I don't know London or someone you know a Division Four team or someone near us and say right we've a good chance of beating them or and then maybe get do the same again and you know you have two wins under your belt or as you said you just go out and look to get whether maybe whoever Monaghan or Tyrone are playing against each other and you get the loser do you know um, but it's 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 hard to know if the, you know there'll be some some games there where you're you're itching to go play against the best you want to be playing against the best and that's that's why I always encourage the lads there and uh, if they're picked to, to stay on the panel at, at a young age or whatever age Just one final thing then you're on the you know I've been around the loud panel for the guts of 10 years now what what changes have you seen in in that period of time? Because it just seems like year after year the the expectations and the demands on players was going up and up and up. And you know that's probably part of the reason why, as Colin mentioned earlier on, there's one lad in the main team that has a kid. Yeah. The rest of them are all students, or they're you know they're in jobs where they're you know it's 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 a bit more flexible where they can play their football. But have you seen a huge change in your time when you think back to when you were first brought in, repeated first Patrick, to what it's like now? Yeah, like it's different because when I was brought in, I was a student and I was a good few years as a student. But it was grand that you were able to go do your training and you, know, you didn't have to worry about about other things like. But now it's it's tough like at work and that and. Um, yeah, it's going as I said, going training. We would have been on the fits or not. I suppose he would have been on the pitch Tuesday, Thursday in a gym session, um, and a and a match on a Sunday. So it kind of is similar, but at the same time, it probably is a lot more demand on on players. Um, and you know, it's as they said earlier on, it is a young man's game, and and um, it's just it's just tough to balance out with a with a with a life, I suppose. And I've I've played eight years without loved it, loved every minute. Of it. I don't regret it, but at the as I said, for now, that'll just take a break or that could be it. Mm. No. And and just then, on, on the last point I suppose I'll bring up on this, we look at the situation with the CPA at the moment kind of coming out with their 
their statement after the you know that they weren't really happy with the way Croke Park went about the business of the, the new championship and then the GPA and themselves issued a joint statement the other day the fixtures thing is still rumbling on um, I mean, you okay. It's unrelated to that, but the county final for yourselves, where it was called yeah, off at the last minute, and 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 you know, see so all these sort of things going on. And actually, on that, did that, you know, how how, how did that affect your preparation? Because I think it was like midday on the on the Sunday that that game was called off. Yeah, like it's I don't know, it just seems to be loud. Like last year, like we were supposed to supposed to play Westmead, and we're in the D hotel having our food, and the game's called off because the pitch is waterlogged and. Mm. Like it, all, it just seems to be loud that this happens there's no other place that we can't actually hold a county ground a game unless mm. it's a, against the likes of Antrim or that mm. it's and you know, I don't know whether they're going to build this stadium or what they're going to do but something needs to happen quick because they've been building this stadium 20 years and nothing's happening and, yeah. and it, it's just oh it's frustrating like I was that they I literally was going out the door and I got a text in, the po- in my po- uh, phone vibrated and I was like I actually wouldn't be surprised if that's that's the match call off mm. and I got on our WhatsApp match call mm. off and you know you're building up all week you've people take you've people taking off holidays from work you know yeah. partners and that and and whole plans just ruined but yeah. I think it actually made us a bit more focused and and, and we were ready to go but yeah and in, tough, and in fairness yeah. in fairness like I should say like you know Des Albany isn't here to defend himself but they, they they obviously made the decision that they thought was the right one to make even though okay it was late in the day but they felt like on the health and safety issue or whatever they had to call the game off so I mean look at it it all, all worked out for the best the following yeah. Sunday anyway so there was maybe no harm done on that front but just in terms of where the game is going and the you know the situation around the lads touched on semi-professionalism earlier on I was talking to Niall Ronan last week and he kind of didn't seem to think that semi-professionalism if it ever came in would be a big issue are you a little bit concerned in terms of where the game is going the fact that the inter-county game is kind of dominating the club game and players are being asked to do so much would you have any kind of fears for where, where the game's going at the moment like like John certainly did to an extent and Colin maybe to a lesser degree but did you kind of share their, their, their yeah. concerns at all like it is hard like when you look at the, the club scene um, you're playing your you play what, what, five championship matches for the final and you're playing it in October like I don't know it doesn't make much sense that you're mm. playing that and then throughout the year you might have a game for four or five weeks yeah. um, it's it, it's it's hard to be a club player never mind a county player so I think there's a whole maybe a, an overhaul needs to happen I don't know how you're going to come about about that but speaking to semi-professional I don't know it's I think the players probably just need to get maybe they are well looked after but maybe just to, to be looked after a bit more mm. um, and I suppose with your job and that you need to be, be looked after but I don't know this is probably for someone else to decide yeah that, no, I mean, and it's, it's, it's not I suppose it was more a case of you know it, if the things continue on in the current kind yeah, of aim and the way things are going the way it is going and the demands are on there the county players it's like I can't see how it won't happen and yeah, it would be a good thing. Yeah, maybe if it was, I suppose, uh, if it was a case of um, you know some sort of a proper formal expenses kind of uh, thing yeah. come in where you were getting you were getting properly like recompensed for your time. I'm sure you get that already, or you're getting it to an extent. Yeah. But maybe that needs to be looked at as well. I suppose, as we say, we're not gonna we're not gonna solve yeah. it here this evening. But uh, listen, Andy, thanks so much for popping in. Uh, we wish you all the very best of luck in your retirement for however long it might last for Loud, and uh, maybe we'll see you doing a four in a row next year in Loud with Newtown Blues. Thanks for popping in. Thanks, David. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.